Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, as you know, here on the Harland Highway, you know, I like to mix it up. I like to do shows where it's just me and my fantasy guests that don't really exist. Or do they? I don't know. And sometimes I like to bring in guests and we uh, have a chit-chat. We uh, have an interview together. And so guess what today's going to be? Today, my friends, is an extended podcast, uh, an hour-long show. Uh, traditionally, we do a half hour, but today it is an hour-long show because I have a very special guest here today in studio, and you're going to meet her in just a minute because um, that's how we do it. Guests, fantasy guests, real guests, all here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Relax. Get ready to have fun. What we've got here is failure to communicate. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. This is Harland Williams. I'm a human being. God damn it. Hey everybody, this is Harlan Williams on the Harland Highway, your host or your hostess, whatever you prefer. And what a show, what a special, tasty barbecue treat. I have a wonderful, wonderful guest. She's never been on the podcast before. Love this girl. In fact, I'll go so far as to say she's my wife. She's my movie wife from a movie I just did. She's a comedian, she's a writer, she's an author. Uh, you've seen her on the, uh, Chelsea Lately show. Uh, she writes for that show and she's here right now. We're going to get into all her business. It's Sarah Colonna. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Harlan. How are you? Hi, husband. Uh, should we tell them what that means? Like that we're a couple. Hu- that we're a husband and wife? Husband and wife team. Comedy team. For the first time we were husband and wife. Yes. We've never been married before, right? No, I don't think so. And you just showed up on set and you were my wife. Yeah, in that- my underwear. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We showed up on set. We were shooting a movie called Old Days, yes, right? yes. It was a great time. We just wrapped like a few weeks ago. And in the movie, I play a character named Skunk, and Sarah plays my wife. Carol. Carol. Yeah, you play Carol, my wife. (laughs) And on day one, I'd been there for a week doing some scenes before my wife got there. (laughs) And my wife shows up on day one, and they slapped you in, like, lingerie. Yeah. And our first scene was you in your underwear with me. Yeah, it it was shocking. How did you feel? I didn't even ask you. I should have, and now I am. I was terrified. I was like, they basically like look at the schedule, and I'm like, oh, that's the first day. Great. I'm just, I'm just gonna be like, hey, nice to meet you. This is what I look like in my underwear. Right, and you didn't really get to warm up to the character, right? No, no, not at all. But I guess it was. It ended up to be good because then it was just out of the way. And you just, you just blew it out of the water. You were just like, I'm going for it, man. And, Wait till you see the movie. Sarah does, says some outrageous things. Everyone on set was cracking up. It was awesome. It was really fun. It was fun. I mean, it, luckily everybody was, you know, cool and welcoming and not didn't make me too nervous. But. Yeah, and I was a really, really, really good husband. Obviously. I noticed you didn't really 
drop that in there. Oh, which is weird. no, I did. You didn't oh. hear me? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I have this thing where sometimes I say things and, they, and people don't hear them. Maybe you need to shout at me. Yeah, yes, yes. It was, uh, you were an amazing husband. Oh, there it you is. So there it is. I, I pulled it out of her. so comfortable in my it. underwear. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a whip involved. I must say, but yeah. we don't want to give the whole movie away. No. But just so you don't feel bad, I don't know if you know this or not, but they did that to me on this movie. I had in the movie the longest monologue out of anyone in the movie. Oh, yeah. I and it was I... like a page and a half to two pages long. And I showed up and on day one, they, they, <laughs> they wanted to do that monologue. And you wanted to warm up. To yeah, it. it's yes. like when you're an actor, it's like, I don't know who this character is. I don't know what he sounds like, what he looks like. Come on, man. So they pushed it a day. And then the <laughs> next, the second day, I, I had to do this really long monologue. And then for the rest of the movie, I figured out who the character was. I bet it was good. Did you do it in your underwear? <laughs> you should have. <laughs> See? You one-upped me, man. See, that would have been a good monologue. Wow, you just one-upped me real nice-like. I like it. No. I like it. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a treat. I, I had never met you before until we did this movie. Or no, we, we did meet once. Because you told me... You uh, hosted uh, Premium Blend. Premium Blend. And, and then there was another thing, but then uh -oh, I forgot what? to tell you. Well, uh -oh. I was going to tell you, but then that one girl, we were driving in a van to, yeah. to set, yeah. and I told you that, and then the girl that was driving us had a, an incredibly um, bizarre like boyfriend issue. Not Ooh. bizarre, but remember she was telling us about her boyfriend, yeah. and that was much more interesting than me telling you that we'd worked together before. But I don't think that we actually interacted on this, but... What um, was it? It was called... TBS Comedy Roadshow. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, but I don't. I think you taped like all your stuff, and then when I went to perform, I just did stand up in Whoa. some weird house in Georgia. What? Yeah, in some place in Georgia, in Macon, Georgia. But all your stuff, I think, was Bizarre. already filmed. Yeah, I was at a theater. That was a pilot for TBS. Yeah, where it was like uh, like a traveling roadshow thing where, where where performers and comedians come out, and I hosted it like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, you were exactly like Ryan Seacrest. That's yeah. what I said. Wait a minute. Okay. No, it's true. Yeah. You were. And I was like whoever he like interacted Carol with. Merrill? Randy Jackson. Oh, you 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 do? <laughs> yeah. I could see Randy Jackson. But What's up, it was, dog? It was really weird because they... I went to go do stand-up there, but there were supposed to be local people, but since it was a pilot, I guess this woman, Paige Hurwitz, was like, you you know, she helped get me booked on it, and I hadn't really been doing stand-up that long. And then they made me wear a skirt, and oh. then it was uncomfortable, and, and then there was a, somebody with a, a banjo at some point, I think. Oh, wow. But it was fun. Was it in the Deep South? Did you shoot in Atlanta? Yeah. No, in, in Macon, Georgia. Yeah, that's yeah. where I was. Yeah, and they said that ho they said that our hotel that the president had stayed there, and that was all I knew after I left Georgia. Ooh. That's all I knew about Macon. Ooh, imagine you were in the bed that Bill Clinton was rolling around in, <laughs> were the seat sheets like crunchy. Yeah, Is yeah, that, a that was his. That, no, that was probably Clinton's. Clinton's <laughs> bed, right? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Bubba. I, I probably miscarried his child after oh. that, and don't oh, even know. Wow. It. You had Bubba's seed in you. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. Anyway, so that, but I've not really forgotten, but sort of forgotten about it. And then, uh, and then I brought it all up. No. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the Clinton Bubba part. Oh, that part, yeah. All right, well, let's get off of that. <laughs> let's, let's, Sarah Colon is here. We're going to talk about all her stuff. 
all her endeavors, all her talents, which are amazing. But as usual, when we have a guest here, we go through a list of questions. And then at the end of the show, we have our quiz. We have a little, we have a quiz. Usually it's an animal quiz. But mm. I decided for you, we'd do a name that celebrity quiz because you're on the Chelsea Lately show and you deal with a lot of the Hollywood hullabaloo, right? Sure. You know how great I am with quizzes and answering <laughs> questions. So. That's right. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. I'm still feeling the burn. <laughs> All right, let's go. Question number one Have you ever slapped a man? Come on. Have I ever slapped a man? Yeah. I, not yet. Oh, wow. I haven't. Really? Have yeah. you ever come close? Like, you're just like, I got to slap this dude. No, I've never, I don't, I mean, yes, I've thought about it. I mean, there's plenty of people I'd like to slap, but if it, slapping is, I feel is a very, it's, it's really offensive. I mean, you have to really, right? right? I feel it's like really humiliating. Yeah. I think it's more humiliating than getting punched. I think but, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Because so, I don't know. It's very, it's very soap opera. It's very dramatic. So I like it because I yeah. like a little bit of that. Well, have you ever slapped a girl? No, no. I pushed a girl named Christy Starnes into the lockers in eighth grade because she liked Boyd Atterbury and I liked Boyd Atterbury and he liked her more. And I figured if I pushed her into the lockers, maybe she, he'd stop liking her. But it didn't work. <laughs> Wait a minute. You pushed and was she hurt? No, I'm such a wimp. No, oh. I, no, I just, you know, pushing her. I mean, I think I just caught her off balance. Wow, and did she slam? Was it like that big metal clang? Yeah, but she was pretty close to them already, so really I just kind of backed her up. I mean, it sounds <laughs> it's not as impressive as it sounds. It sounds like maybe you tipped her into the locker. Yeah, or maybe I like bumped into her and yeah. said, oops. Um, yeah. But I bumped into her on purpose because I was mad, so give me some, some credit. Was it like a phantom brush-by, really, where you didn't even physically connect with her? Is that possible? No, I definitely connected with her. Maybe my backpack did. But, <laughs> and I might have even actually apologized. <laughs> but I was mad at her, and I wanted her to, because wow. we were also friends, so I felt bad. That and I was it was mad. over a dude. Yeah, it was over Boyd Atterbury. And did, did did you ever end up getting with the dude, or did she win the day? She won the day. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he like a little haughty, like a little grade eight he, Zac Efron type of he kid? He was like a hawk, yeah. But I've seen him on Facebook since, and I, 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 I won the day. You won the day. He yeah. didn't turn out so good. Didn't turn out as good. Had a, had a short shelf life. <laughs> I think so. No, I shouldn't even say that. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> you, I that... feel kind of bad because <laughs> no, it's true. I won. I won. <laughs> I should be mad at him. I mean, he didn't pay any attention to me. And obviously, I was willing to brush by somebody kind of violently for him. <laughs> you won the day, though, man. That's the funny thing about Facebook, eh? You can you can uh, get on it. And you can go look. You can see all the people you went to high school with. I know. It's a little creepy, though. It's weird. It's it's almost like sometimes it's disappointing. And, and it's nothing. We all get old, but it's like when you're a kid, you, you see that you always remember the beautiful kids in your school. And you yeah. go, they're always going to be beautiful. Yeah. And it's not even the or, or sometimes it's just the, the other things happening in the pictures or just the sort of the expressions they have yeah. or, just, or just the lack of any effort at all. You're yeah. like, yeah, you're getting older, but it doesn't mean you have to like wake up and just, you know, and just go with no underwear, on, like no pants on or yeah, whatever. Right. Like, you know, like not comb your hair and not brush your teeth. Like it can you know. be disappointing. I, yeah. I have a I have a relative who for my whole life I thought was this sweet little innocent girl that, you know intelligent, went to university, you know, graduated, became like a, a geologist. And I was like, oh, man, what a what a darling. What a little darling of the family. Right. And then one day she, like, linked me on Facebook, you know. And, I, you know, it's not a, 
a relative that I'm in contact with a lot, but you know, they've been there throughout my life. And I went on and I noticed her picture. She was doing one of those things where she's holding up a bottle of booze and like licking the, the oh, rim. No. And I thought, oh, that's got to be one party, maybe. Like, maybe she was at a graduate. So I clicked on her pictures, and I'm not kidding. There must have been 80 pictures. <laughs> and I'll be damned if there was, wasn't one where she wasn't holding up booze or passed out or, you know, grinding on another girl, no, all that. And, I, I was crushed. And the, and the thing about that is, like, she's making the choice. To, why would you post those? Those are the pictures you try to hide from I know. everybody. And you hope there's only a, f- a couple of them, a couple. maybe one. And then I'm like, not in my family? No, that's not happening in my family. It is, though. And it's also happening on Facebook in I, your family. I lost the day. Well, <laughs> have you ever slapped an animal? I'm sure you've slapped an animal. Slapped Look at you. Slapped an animal? Why would have it? No, why like a stop? zebra or something at the zoo. Have you ever slapped a dog? <laughs> you could be honest. See that laugh is like a denial laugh. No, what? the laugh is what? Like, what your op- like my options that I might have slapped a zebra at the zoo. Like at what point what? would I go to the zoo and be like, I can't wait you to know? slap a zebra? I could see you luring them with that candy floss. You know, come here, stripey, and then whammo, so like- Kelowna gets out the claws. No, I'm very. I'm not. I like animals. And- I know everyone. I love them too. But yeah, you but know, you slapped a zebra. For I no haven't reason. slapped one, but. Have you? Would you slap an elephant? I I wouldn't slap an elephant. I've been right up. I've ridden an elephant. And oh. those things are just, I, I rode an elephant in Nepal. And as we were riding, this thing grabbed a tree about this thick. Okay? Yeah. And just gra- as we were walking, as it was walking by, it grabbed a tree. That was the circumference of uh, like a Frisbee. And just pulled it, no problem. And just grabbed it and ripped a whole tree down. And the, the, guy, the, the, the guy that was uh, riding the elephant, like the, the tr- whatever you call it, the, the trainer or whatever, he's like, no, no, you stop that. Please stop. And, and the thing just kept going. Ripped oh down God. a tree. <laughs> While you're just riding on it. Just wandering by. I think I'll rip down a tree. I'd feel kind of safe, though, on top of it then. If I was riding it and it did that, I'd be, it's almost like when you have a bigger car than everybody else. You know? Yeah. No, I felt safe. And... and and the story is we were in uh, Nepal. We, I was on safari, and we were, like, going through the, 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 this nine-foot-tall, like, it's called elephant grass because it so, grows so high. And we were looking for some of the last wild tigers in the world on elephant back. Oh, my God. So I felt really, like, safe up there. Yeah. You know, as if a tiger is going to go after a big, fat elephant. Well, and you were looking for them, like, to, we were looking to for slap them. them or what? No, I wasn't. <laughs> well... Maybe I wanted to get my slap on. They are striped like a zebra, yeah, right? You obviously There's have. a running theme. Yes. But no, we were just like, we were on safari looking to see if we could see one. Wow. I don't know if I'd want to see one. I mean, that's that you were telling some stories about these these animal hunts that you go on. I don't know. I'd be scared a little bit. But I know, if I'm, unless I had an elephant, yeah, underneath me. Well, that's why you got to learn to slap them. <laughs> Maybe I've, like, spanked a dog or something. Oh, for, here we go. You know, now like, we're getting to it. <laughs> now we're getting. Well, open I'm starting the can. to feel really ashamed of myself for yeah. not having slapped more animals. So I'm just so, trying to impress you. you, you it's coming. It's coming. Now you're Boyd Atterbury, and I'm yeah. begging for your attention. You spanked a dog? 
Well, I think I've like, you know, when it, when they do something, you know, we, I grew up, I had dogs growing up. What kind? And so Labradors and an Irish setter. Oh, yeah, they need a and slap. So if they got yeah. into anything, maybe, but not even hard, then I would feel bad because dogs make you feel really bad. They yeah, make, they give you those even eyes. Even if you barely hurt them and you know it didn't hurt them at all, they make you feel terrible about yourself. They give you like calf eyes. So they, you, their their yeah. eyes go from being dog eyes to like big, like droopy calf eyes on a baby cow like veal eyes yeah it's like if you slap them for getting into your food and then they veal look at you eyes. like that then you just give them all your food yeah because yeah. you feel bad they so, trick you they, yeah. you slap them thinking you've you've wielded punishment and a second later you're giving them your thanksgiving dinner yeah they slap you with guilt they slap you with guilt that's what happens bingo bingo you just you just put that in a jar and bottle that up <laughs> what's going on with north korea i don't what know the hell why are they so pissed off? Uh, the most, uh, I don't understand why, why, why so much anger is what I don't understand. And like, like I don't, I don't understand hating. I, well, I've never understood anyway, anybody hating another country so much. I mean, I know it happens yeah. all the time, but I've just never understood where that comes from. I understand it comes from things in the past or whatever, but there's not really anything. I don't, you know, it's, I don't really feel like anybody's doing anything to provoke them at this point. It's weird, right? Like, you know how they have that thing where there's that wall in between? Between them and the U.S. soldiers, like, always stand there with their binoculars and look at yeah. the north from the south. Yeah. And I hope this doesn't come off as insensitive, but I, I really wonder, is there a physical difference between a North Korean and a South Korean? Um, I don't know if that's offensive either, because I'm not positive. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, mean, they're Korean, you, right? Yeah. So what difference does it make if they're a few degrees longitudinally or langdatotally or right. whatever the term is? <laughs> it's langdatotally. Langdatotally. Mm -hmm. Like if they're a, like 100 feet north. Like, are they going to physically, do they have antlers? I don't, I <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> like, if you ripped that wall down and they just all charged at each other, right. people would get mixed up and go, aren't you, like, my neighbor, Yeah, dude? then they would all of a sudden go, wait, why are we so mad at each other? Yeah. We just live, like, 14 feet away from each other. It's like if you had a standoff with your neighbor for no reason, and then you were yeah. like, oh, wait a minute, you're my neighbor. <laughs> it's weird, right? And it then is they're, weird. They're, 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 like, testing nuclear bombs underground. Which also I've never understood because eventually that's going to also, I mean, the, you know, in theory, would just uh, destroy yourself at the same, you know, eventually. I mean, it wouldn't. It's, if you it, did a nuclear bomb yeah. underground? Well, no, just, I mean, if you if you start a nuclear war or something, yeah. like eventually you're you're not going to come out of it, you know, fine, obviously. I mean, things like uh, anyone who. Let's not snap to judgment. Well, <laughs> You never I just know. Think when, I you mean, could. Yeah, just always, I mean, I know everybody always thinks they're going to, you know, win the war or something like that. But in this, obviously, something's so destructive. You're like, well, talk about cutting off your nose to spite your face. I know. <laughs> what is that's a That's a weird saying. I it want is. to examine that saying. Cutting what, off your no, nose to spite your face. Yeah. Now, here's what I don't know. I think I know what spite means. Yes. But to spite your face almost seems like a physical action. Like you cut your nose off. And then I picture like someone grinding a can of Sprite in your face. And I know no, that's wrong. It's wrong. It's yeah. wrong. It's to spite it. It's like to, to spite it is, you know, to piss it off, basically. And so, so you're, you're pissing off your own face. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Because why would you? Because basically you're saying, why would you take off your own nose? To piss off it, your face. When, it when it's on your face. Why don't you just slap yourself? We talked about that earlier. Exactly. I've slapped myself. I slapped myself in the movie that we worked on. 
together. You, yeah, you did. I, to, I was directed to slap myself. I don't know you what that did, means. You did slap yourself. Yeah, so that'll be coming to well, soon. Well, let's, let's get into... Uh, Let's get into us. Forget the North Koreans. Are <laughs> men angry these days, do you think? I mean, you you, know, you just said North Koreans, and then you talked about anger again. See, yeah, angry I know. men. I picture just a bunch of angry men marching <laughs> around, not sure why they're mad at the South. <laughs> they're just, they're just angry. I know. You live longer totally <laughs> south than us. You warmer than us. We pissed off. <laughs> um, I like that accent. Are men angry? Yeah, I mean, from your perspective, I mean, you've got your kind of the hand on the pulse of Hollywood, and you're <laughs> you're on a show where you discuss these issues on right. the Chelsea Show, mm -hmm. and and you, you're out there dating, and you've had some good relationships. What, what's going on with men? Do you think they're like kind of nutty, or what? What what, do you, what would you say the overall thing is going on with men today? And I'm interested because I'm a dude. I need to hear this. I think there might be a lot of insecurity, but in both males and females, I think it's not. Oh. I don't think it's one way, but um, what do you mean? Well, I think because I actually haven't. I mean, I've been single for almost a year. Whoa. Oh, no, a little longer than a year. That ain't right. First of all, no, it's that right. Ain't right. I was with somebody for five years. It's so fun. you need you're taking a break. You're taking a, a men menopause. Well, <laughs> is that is that the term? Just call me old. <laughs> no, I um, mean like no, I you're know, pausing, know, you're pausing taking a pause from men. From men. Yeah. Yes. Um, nice, nice wordplay there. No, Thank no. you. <laughs> Wait, why am I complimenting myself? Oh, you're welcome. I mean, Thank nice wordplay. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, what were you gonna say? Um, no, I don't know if I'm taking a break. I dated someone over the summer. I just mean single, as in not in a long term. I guess okay, nothing serious. I've gone on a few dates, but then I haven't really been in town since December. You know, oh wow! I mean, I have been, but not. I mean, every other weekend I seem to be gone. And for the you're first, traveling, doing travel, stand up, traveling, doing stand up because I had a book that came out in February, so I was gone every weekend. And I kind of, I mean, when are you going to meet somebody? And when I'm going to meet somebody on the road? I mean, I can't do that. That's what not, about a road, honey? You take a dude along? No, and, you can't do that. No, no, you know, that's not your style. Where the guy, like male comics, meet girls on the road, right? Yeah. And go you know, sleep with them in the hotel room and whatever, and they have a nice Hello. time. That's what I mean. That's what wow. I hear. I hear okay. stories. Yeah. But I can't do it. A sure woman can't. Yeah, a woman can't do that. I mean, I'm sure well, that. I, let me ask you this. With all due respect, why? Why couldn't a woman do a show and some guy comes up at the end, asks for it, I say, hey, man, you're really cute, and uh, you want to go grab a beer? And you're like, okay. And then it leads, one thing leads to another, and you. Well, I know. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not opposed to i mean i don't know i'm not trying to say that women can't have one night stands or something like that obviously i mean if remember that line from duran duran save a prayer yes some people call it a one night stand but we can call it paradise <laughs> <laughs> Right? What about oh that God, old I can't line? I to go home and download that song because I love it and I forgot about <laughs> you it. You forgot about that forgot major about, line. I forgot about we that We could call it paradise. We, can you can not be. adopt that? No, you can, but I don't know. There's there's a weird it, – it, it is a stereotype. I don't know why. It's something about – it seems creepy. Like it seems like yeah. you would get a reputation. It seems like if a man – people would be like, yeah. it just doesn't seem like a good idea. It's not ladylike. Yes, not very ladylike, got, yeah. and I'm not always ladylike, but I think that sure. you should probably. I don't know. It just doesn't seem. It just doesn't seem like a great. Plan. All right, scenario. You know, you you know, you're not doing that on the road. Right. You've, been, you've been out there for three months, slogging the comedy, doing your book promo. 
And you're just like, man, I really need some physical contact. And just one week and you're like, you know what? That guy's making it obvious. Let's have a little fun. Um, I mean, I guess it would just depend on the situation. I don't know. Like what he was out of 10? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just what? I don't know. I guess what the situation. I don't know. You know, just what would. I don't know why I'm. Um, no, I can't. We could it. call it <laughs> paradise. <laughs> I guess it just becomes a point where you're like, I don't know, it just seems like work to do that. It seems worse than dating <laughs> really? someone. Yeah. Cause wow. Because it, it seems like you have to okay. feel weird about it. I don't I know. respect that. I re- I'm not challenging you. I'm just curious. No, but I don't know. That. I'm trying to figure out what the answer is because, I mean, I've obviously when I was like in my 20s, I did stuff like that. I had, you sure. know, people like I met at a bar or something. You would yeah. kind of go home and then you go on a few dates after and realize that obviously you had nothing in common or something. Yeah. Like was... you would meet people that way, though. Yeah. And maybe sometimes there would be some physical contact, you know, on the first night. I mean, that happens a few times. But what, what about this? What And this is just uh, me throwing it out there. Is it maybe easier that you're in the middle of nowhere and you do meet a person and it's just one night? And you're leaving the next day, and you know you don't have to deal with any luggage or personal emotional baggage, and you're like, just kiss me, baby, and and then you're gone. I mean, obviously, I really feel like you want me to do this. So I I'm really not, want I you to do it, you. and then when you come back, we want a full report. Full report and photos for you. <laughs> and I could play that song as they're walking out the door. You should play that song while you're making uh, Sweet Motel 6 Love. <laughs> sweet Motel just dirty hot hotel motel things. dirty like a travel lodge <laughs> like power jam you know what i'm saying the travel lodge would be nice because then you could pop some popcorn afterwards i feel like they usually oh, yeah, have they free popcorn the, in the room i saw you standing <laughs> by the microwave oven in the motel six Disgusting. Right, fine. I'm going to Fort Lauderdale yeah. next weekend. Yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. By the way, you're going to be staying, and this could be apropos, you're staying in the hotel that uh, that supermodel died in. Who? Uh, Angela, Nicole, what was the dopey? Angelina, uh, no, not yeah, the Angelina. The big blonde Jolie. guest jeans, the, the one yeah, cranked Anna up Nicole on Nicole Smith. Yeah. She was died in that in that the Hard Rock Hard Casino, Rock? yeah. She that's where she died. Oh. You, you know this this could be good because you could start a new book, um, beds of ex people I've slept in because you've already slept in Clinton's I've bed. I've got Clinton, yes. So now you could sleep in the bed that Angela Cole Nicole Ritchie or whatever Look, her name Angelina is. Angelina Nicole Ritchie, <laughs> yeah. that's her name, yeah. I mean, this could be a whole new book. It could be. Right? Yeah. And then I'll just have to, and then I would have to start setting myself, I would have to, you know, set myself up in situations to get into those hotels. What if I'd you. I'd go to the, you know, Whitney Houston. Just, I mean, oh, I yeah. You know, the the I, Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, it's just down the street. Holy shit. Or you even have to go out of town or get a plane ticket. And for the that one chapter. that John Belushi <laughs> died in is right down the hill on Sunset Boulevard, the Marmont. Done. Four chapters. Oh. And this is, I'm just throwing this out there because you, you know, we, we brought it up. You brought it up. I did bring it up, but <laughs> what about some of this road honky tonky stuff? Okay, so have sex in with the beds mm-hmm. of the deceit where they were. 
All right. I mean, why not? It's all about and your just, book. And just see what happens. And like, yeah. wow. And then like halfway through the honky tonk sex, is that what you call yeah, it? Uh, yeah. Halfway I through that, say, did you know this is the bed Anna, yeah. Angelina Nicole Pitt died in? Or- <laughs> <laughs> Angel- Brangelina died in. And then just, wow. that wouldn't be creepy, right, to say to somebody while you're having sex. I don't, it might enhance it. Who knows? Yeah. You said earlier that men are weird these days. I think people are in, just insecure as well. Insecure. I think. Yeah, I yeah. find I run into that. I find that because maybe doing stand-up and stuff, like, and maybe that's one reason I wasn't dating for, you know, a little while, because my ex-boyfriend was insecure with, I think, I feel like he was anyway with my, um, I don't want to call it success, but just like doing stand up oh. and these things. And I felt like he didn't like, oh, you know, what I would talk about or I'm writing a book about yeah. my life or it's too open. And even though he would say that that wasn't true, it was very obvious that it was. So a little now, professional jealousy. Yeah. Or just either. Pro- I don't I think it was a combination of professional jealousy, but also more of. Oh, my girlfriend shouldn't be on stage talking about her sex life in her 20s. But that's my 20s. Who cares? And if you don't yeah. like me now for yeah. my 20s, then we shouldn't be dating anyway, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's different. But well, I find a lot of that. That's would... a tough reality when you do a, a live show or you do stand-up or anything like that. You expose a lot of yourself. Yeah. And you talk about things that happen in life to people in general and whatnot. And, uh you know, people watch that and see it and they get a perception of you. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I, I can see that. I can see that. And you got to be with a guy that's accepting of all that stuff. Yeah. So now I just don't have any patience for someone that's not. So I just feel like wow. if, if I see it coming, then I just don't bother. Okay. So insecurity within the relationship is what you meant. Yes. Okay. But outside of relationships, what would you say, you know, what's going on with, with folks these days do you think is it um, i think there's some security outside of it though too i think that if you're in if you're secure you're not going to care what some you know you're going to be yeah. you're not going to be as judgmental of other people when you're secure with yourself but um but yeah people are i feel like people are crazy yeah you we know? are we're crazy there's a lot i feel like everybody's single i mean not everybody but i feel like it's much um is easier to be single for people like it's not as as much pressure to you know get married and stuff but i also think that men are lazier now they just text instead of call or oh yeah you yeah. know things that like whole that text thing is people break up on texting now yeah yeah they break up oh, yeah. yeah that's not it doesn't seem appropriate and they don't even spell it out it's like you know kind of like a shortened you know like it is it b-r-k-u-p-w slash yeah. u yeah. <laughs> i'll be honest with you I did that recently, actually, just before we left to do our movie. You broke up with someone in a text? Well, it wasn't really a breakup. I went on a real casual date mm-hmm. with, a, with a girl like like three times. Okay. Like maybe even twice. And she was coming on really heavy. And, and in those, in those mo- dates we were on, she really revealed a lot about herself. Like she was oh. one of these kind of open book people that were just like blah, 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 and just on and on. And yeah. I realized, like, right then and there, I was like, this isn't right for me. So, uh, and she kept texting me. And, te- and so I just wrote her. And, and as a gentleman, I wrote, you know, uh, at the stage I'm at in my life, I think you're a really nice person. But I just know this isn't the right fit for me. I hope you're not offended. I hope you understand. 
And I guess the reason I texted is because I really didn't know her that well. I'd only no, gone out okay. with her twice. Yeah, that's okay. That's not a you know five month relationship. Okay, I mean, that's good. kind of saying like back off. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. But as politely as you can. Exactly. And if anybody reveals, by the way, I mean, there's nothing worse than somebody just giving you like I don't want anyone to hide anything from me, especially if they're ask if you're asking. Sure. But you don't need to you know spill it all on the first date. Like yeah. nobody needs to know about your all mystery gout or whatever you have. Nobody gets yeah. known. Oh god. So first yeah. date, leprosy. Don't tell- yeah, don't talk about your leprosy. Yeah. That's when. And I mean, she texted me back like uh, the, her first text was kind of like blah, 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 kind of a little bit like upset. And then like a day later, she said, you know what? Thanks for being so honest with me. I appreciate it. Like she, she got it. You that's know, that's good. So and you uh, didn't have to slap her. and She didn't have to slap you. I didn't slap her. I didn't slap her. Here's a girl question. OK. Do, do girls pee in the woods like when they go camping and stuff. Yes. And do they use leaves, like, to wipe no, the no, frontal you... area? That's something I've never known. Well, I wouldn't ever use to – I wouldn't do that. I used to go camping a lot because I grew yeah. up in Arkansas, and we went camping. Yeah. Um, and in, in tents, usually. But then when we, we got you... older, there were RVs. So then we had, you know, more more options of places to pee. But there's a lot of – and I also used to just go – We in high school, we used to go have parties in the woods. Yeah, there was oh, nothing yeah. Else. little bonfires yeah. and stuff. Absolutely. And you had to pee, but yeah. you wouldn't – I would never grab a leaf. Because what if it's the wrong, you know, what if all of a sudden poison ivy? Oh, and then you're, God. you imagine the humiliation? Oh, get the Vagisil. I mean... Oh, get me a crate of Vagisil <laughs> and a chisel. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, slap my bitch up. I don't even know what that means. God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So oh, that's wow. a bad situation. No, you just shake it. You just shake it off. You shake like you do a little rattle, like a like a rattlesnake yeah, or you're something. Yeah, squatting. I mean, I would, I would, I would show it to you right now, but it wouldn't make you know. It's well, not going to help. I do have some leaves out in the garden. <laughs> if you... I, I don't have to pee though. Oh God. Well, see, this is something I never knew. Yeah, you just shake. You just do a little like while you're down. <laughs> yeah. You do like a little <laughs> back and forth kind of wiggle. Really. To sort of to get it as dry as you can, and then you just. Put, I mean, it doesn't get. You know, it's not too bad. I mean, you're not really. That's got to be like aerobically amazing it's for your amazing. whole upper body yeah. and your and, calves. Yeah, I mean, I should it's, I should probably try to introduce it as some sort of you know exercise phenomenon. Yeah, and, it, yeah. and you also just get like a wide stance so that you know there's no mess. Like it doesn't you know. Yeah, need right. Any, you oh know. yeah. Yeah. Really no, you're wide. you're you're on the right. It's kind of like every now and then you see an infomercial for the pole dancing or the shaker weight or yeah. something right yeah and now you got the uh urinating squiggle or yeah. whatever you call in the it woods. yeah so you get down in a squat and you wiggle back yeah. and forth wide stance so you're doing oh, a lot yeah. of glute work oh we obviously. gotta get that who's that crazy nut that does the uh infomercials for the sham wow that creepy guy with the crooked <laughs> eye we'll get wait him. didn't he die no he's still with, oh you're thinking of uh hi billy mays here oh for, yeah no i'm thinking vince that vince. guy vince. vince vince here for sham wow you know the guy that kind of talks like he he's he just stepped out of jersey shaw that guy yeah well if i had him around i wouldn't need to shake because i just use a sham wow to wipe off after <laughs> I the that's right <laughs> that is so true wow yeah so wow. obviously that would come wow. in handy <laughs> That's scary. Have you ever been like squatting in the bushes and you heard like a, a critter go running by? Yeah, I'm terrified of of, oh. of, the, of the dark when I'm alone. Yeah, and so 
I mean, I'm already. I already think someone's going to kill me at any moment, anyway. Oh. So if you and I would and I would, and I would always actually think about things like getting, you know, like, well, what if it gets you right and you're, you know, yeah, like a snake bite or something. Yeah, right. Oh then. god, because <laughs> that's vulnerable, man. <laughs> that is vulnerable. You don't know what's worry. crawling. A tarantula's right beneath you yeah. by fluke. You don't know what's there in the dark. Yeah, and then how do you go home and explain that you got bit in the vagina by a tarantula? <laughs> <laughs> what if you accidentally like squat over a honey badger hole and that thing? <laughs> comes up and rips you a new one. We'll be fine if it was that funny one. Yeah, the funny, funny one. <laughs> the one that doesn't. Wow. All right. Well, we've we, we've answered the question. That's that's yeah. great. I okay. feel like You're, this is educational. This is edu- And here, here, this is something I always do. This is called the quickie question. Okay. And you can answer with a yes or no or just a really quick answer. This is what you do when you start getting sick of people's voices. You just no, say, no. Just this is yes just no. you know because I know you you're working here. You're working. We're, we're talking, and I got to give you got tone it down a bit. It's like ebbing and flowing, right? Oh, the okay. Po- so this is a quickie to give you a little mental break. Okay. Uh, can people from England turn themselves inside out? No. Right answer. Excellent. Now, let's move on. Sarah <laughs> wrote an amazing book. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to talk about your book. This is an opportunity for you to tell uh, everyone here on the Harland Highway about your incredible book, which you gave me a copy of. I've got to be honest, I haven't read it yet because I've been going insane since we got back from the movie, but it's next on my list. It's okay. And it's called Life As I Blow It. Yes. And tell, tell everyone listening a little bit about it and where they can get it. Um, you can get it in bookstores or on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. Nice places to get a nice book. Nice places to get a book. A bookstore is perfect. A bookstore yeah. is. It's yeah. good that they have books there. Oh, unbelievable. It just this fits worked, the this title so well, yeah. bookstore. Um, and it's about, I grew up in Arkansas, moved to California when I was 21. And so it's the, it's the two different halves basically of my life. Not that this is half my life. I mean, right. I, I mean, hopefully not. It's, right. Right. That means I should be dead soon. Oh my God. Um, but it's, my parents are very different. My mom, a very traditional Southern woman. My father has lived in California most of my life. Okay. And he was like the sports editor with, and been married four times and, you know, wow. Yeah. So I saw two very different personalities and yeah. uh, paths in life. So it's really about kind of figuring out which one you want to take. That's and like extreme parenting. It's like you, yeah. you were raised by the yin and the yang. Yeah, almost. that's a good name for a TV show, by the way. Extreme parenting. Yes, is, it is. Is that already on? Because we no, should... I say we do that, and it's sponsored by the Squat Wiggle. Yeah, or whatever the Squat Wiggle Shamwell. Yeah, the Shamwell. And uh, and and how long's the book been out? It's pretty new, right? Yeah, it came out feb- February seventh, and mm-hmm. it debuted number five on the New York Times bestseller list. Can you believe that? Yeah. Hold on, I gotta do one yeah. of these. Best-selling author, New York. That sounds so amazing. It does sound like, amazing. It doesn't like, sound believable, but it sounds. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Like how many people in life like get to say, "I was on the New York Times bestseller list <laughs> for nine months." What have you done with yourself, you little peasant? That's true. I should have an English accent now. Yeah, and you should like kind of rub it in people's faces more. You know, yeah, like, I should really make them feel what you've done Bad about I, themselves. I think it's amazing, man. <laughs> that 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 is a big credit to your name. 
And people are loving Some, the book, obviously. Yeah, well, it's going well. I mean, it's nerve-wracking. I mean, you know, you've, you've, you've put books out, and it's yeah. very nerve-wracking. I mean, it's very scary. But um, Now, why but, is it scary? I'm guessing because you expose so much of yourself, well, right? Well, you expose, but also, well, yeah, that's one thing, because I just write very honest, and then I later I was like, oh, people are actually going to read this. I forgot. You know, but <laughs> I really kind of yeah. had that moment. But, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> like Whoopsie. But... It's also just nerve wracking because there's a little bit of narcissism attached to it, and it, it, you feel like, are, "Am I a narcissist because I'm writing a book about my life? Why? Why? Who cares?" Right. But to me, I had, you know, I had to get past that, obviously, and think, "No, I mean, I like to read. I've enjoyed reading uh, many other people's books, and I've never yeah. looked at them like, oh, why did you write a book?' So you have to get past it. But there is a panic moment of, well, "Why am I doing?" You know, it's a, and it's it's insecurity. I guess you yeah, just go, it's like, "Who am I? What's what have I got? A giant ego? I'm writing about myself." Yeah, but- who cares? But then I I just felt like I had. That's why I had to have something to come from, which was to me having this being 37 and having. You know, being single and not having been married and not having kids and being yeah. really comfortable with that, but not having been comfortable with it from like 25 to 32. Right, right. Yeah. And sort of, and, and I know people can relate to that. So I, Absolutely. I, I, so I started thinking, okay, well, this is where it's, I'll just come from that place and I'll feel less paranoid about whether or not people will get to throw it at me when I walk by them. Yeah, they won't do that. And it's a fascinating, uh, you know, a place you came from with, with kind of the surfer dude, like crazy Cali dad. Yeah. And kind of the homespun, like uh, country girl mother in a way. Yeah. You know? like they, when they, but, they split up when I was five and it doesn't even make sense they were ever together. Obviously, you have me. Otherwise, you wouldn't have this amazing conversation happening Of course right not. Are you the only kid? No, my sister. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. To have her, too. <laughs> so she's going to write a book now. Um, what if she just steals your thunder and goes, what the hell? She got on the fifth. They're my parents, too. I'm writing a book. I want to be a bestseller. Yeah. she. I mean, She can. She can try it. I don't want her to. I don't either. I think it'd be no, rude. That's rude. Yeah. But we were, we were in Arkansas. This small, my sister, my mom, and I moved to Arkansas when they split up in like the tiniest town, Farmington, with like a thousand people in it. Oh, I mean, it's God. a little bigger now, but but it was right outside of Fayetteville, which is a college town, which where I went. But you know, it was it was a little tiny town, and you know, yeah, we drank in the woods and peed in the woods and wiggled in the woods. I always think of that line when you say tiny town. I always think of there's a scene in the movie Halloween, and uh, Donald Pleasance plays this psychiatrist who's searching for Michael Myers, the, yeah. the murder. I know you don't like horror movies, but one of his famous lines, he bumps into the sheriff and. Uh, the sheriff's like, what are you doing here? Why did you come to this town? And, the, and Donald Pleasant goes, I'm afraid death has come to your tiny town, oh, Sheriff. I remember it's, that. It's such a great line. It is a good line. I, get, I, do, I hate horror movies. I used to hate them where I would, couldn't watch them, but now I hate them, love them, where I like to watch right, them, but yeah. I sca- they scare. You know, I get very scared. I t- remember I asked you if you saw that movie, The Town That Dreaded Sundown? Yes, I went and looked it up online. I, Did, they have, there's a trailer on YouTube. It's really There's scary. a guy, he's got like a pillow slip yeah, over his head. Yeah. I thought it was like a murderer from Bed Bath & Beyond or something. <laughs> like a, <laughs> the guy's got like a pillow slip on his head and cut the eyes out. Like a nice linen pillowcase. Yeah, it's like, I, I really just want to knock him out, lay him down and sleep on his head. <laughs> He will kill you. Yeah, you know. I, it's, a, it's a very it's like from the seventies. Yeah, so it's very cheesy looking, but yeah. I bet it's scary. It's like maybe it's because it happened in Texarkana, so it happened in yeah. my home state. I don't know, but it's I just remember it's scaring. Anything realistic scares me the most. Anything that can yeah. happen. Anybody that it, yeah. axes, knives, yeah, it's chainsaws, freaky. yeah, it's freaky. All right, let's not keep going because we're don't. gonna get scared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
Here's a, here's a question, and we touched a little bit on it earlier about, you know, being with men and stuff. And please be honest with this one. If you had the chance to make gentle, passionate, <laughs> stare-in-the-eyes love to Morgan Freeman, would you do it? I think I might, yes. Okay, well then, i got to ask, what would the setting be? Describe it. Would it be a ski lodge? How would he seduce you? Would you seduce him? What? It would, Set us up. It, I feel like it would be on a on a glacier or somewhere cold. Ooh. Yeah, and and maybe, you know, I mean, obviously we would be try to be wrapped in warmth, and we would need each other to keep warm. So an outdoors making or in would, like a chalet in the Swiss Alps or something? Well... No, I think outdoors because Ooh, I, because I wanted to on be a glacier. Yeah, because I want him to talk about the. I wanted want him to get into like March of the Penguins. A little oh bit right, use yeah. that voice. There is a mysterious ritual that dates back thousands of years. No living creature has survived oh. in the harshest place on earth. Love finds a way. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like he needs to be amongst the penguins to get there. And if that's what it takes, I'd be willing to do it. He could narrate you through the lovemaking. Yes. I want you to now pull down your pants (laughs) and bend over and take the pelican's pose so I may insert my Morgan Freeman Freeman. deep inside your glacier crevasse. I mean, that's God. perfect. Yeah, now I kind of I, want to make it happen. Yeah, I hope wow. he's in Fort Lauderdale next week. Wow, yeah. Oh, this is all coming together, man. Yeah. What a, what a treat. It would be wonderful to have narrated sex with Nor. I mean, or to have sex with someone else than just to have him narrate. It might be fine, too. Yeah, that could be good, too. Yeah, and if that case, I would like to be in, like, a hotel or something. And outside is only... In, if it's him. Well, listen, we're, we're coming to the end of the podcast, but as you know, everybody, we always do the quiz. Normally, we do the animal quiz here at the Harland Highway. But uh, today, because Sarah is uh, so immersed, so involved in the entertainment scene, she's on a very popular talk show, uh, the Chelsea uh, Handler Show, I thought we'd do something a little different, and, okay. and we'll do uh, Name That Celebrity. Okay. And how it works is I give you a little sentence or a paragraph with the clues to this celebrity's name. And you have to guess the celebrity. And we'll okay. see how you do. you got four questions. I feel like I'm going to fail at this already. Don't be. Now you're being insecure. Yeah. You can't be. Okay. Stand tall. Okay. Sarah Colonna, are you ready for Name That Celebrity <laughs> Quiz here on the Harland Highway? I am. All right. Here I we am go. Harland. Here we go. Your first clue is, I am an exercise freak, and I work out in this place. And when I walk upstairs at the airport, I have to blank my luggage with me. Carrie. Carrie. Carrie who? Carrie... Jim Carrey. Hey, oh, there I you go. There you oh go. God. You got number one. Okay, I feel really good now. You got the, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, I'm an exercise freak and I work out in this place, gym. the gym. Yes. And then I have to carry my luggage. Right. Excellent. Okay. Boom, that didn't take long. No. 
Hello, goodbye insecurity. Yeah, it's out the door. See yeah, you run. Slam it's going the outside door. to pee in the woods. Yeah, let that insecurity flow. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is number two. And this can be a celebrity or a very famous person. You know what I mean. So this one is number two. If I was an ape, I'd be curious and I would live in this leafy area. George of the Jungle. Ooh. No. No, you're you're close. It's a real person. The curious. I was thinking joke curious George for some reason. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You, there, there's the first part. So George is the first yeah. part. If I was an ape, I'd be curious and I would live in this leafy area. In a leafy area. George. <laughs> Michael George Michael is not a leafy area. But he, he was in he was in a park. Right, doing he does look for people in, in parks. Leafy Close. Areas. That, that's no, that's not the guy. But I can see why you you would pick that. Yeah, so George. That's it, George Michael. That's no, the, no, no, that's the answer. Okay, you have it. Wrong. You know what? I got it wrong. <laughs> it is. I did. It was supposed to be George Bush. Oh, George Bush. But I'm right. changing it to George Michael. Exactly. I cannot deny you that answer. Yes. Thank Good you. work. Good. Thank you. You you t- took it. You twisted it. And yeah. and I actually lose a point for yeah. that. And now wow. you're insecure, and I'm extra. I'm secure. insecure, yeah. and you're now you're overly confident. Well, yeah. which is good because here we go for question three. <laughs> I have the same first name as a legendary movie shark, and my last name can be found in your fake fingernails. This one might be a little tougher. Jaws. Oh, you're all around it. I mean, Jaws is the fake movie shark, right? No. Did did the shark have a name? Oh. Oh, no. I'm never going to remember Jaws. Jaws had a name? I thought it was Jaws. It was Jaws, but on set, they gave a name to the mechanical shark. Oh, well, that's... Is that I'm, a bit too out I there? I mean, were you on set? Was I supposed I to be on set? I was on set. I was on I've set. I've seen that mechanical shark at yeah, the Universal you know Studios. it well. Okay, let me just think. Say it again. And All right, here we go. I have the same first name as a legendary movie shark, mm-hmm. and my last name can be found in your fake fingernails. Maybe if you get the last name, it'll last help you with that. can be found in your fake, fake acrylic. Fingernails. P- acrylic? No, it's not Pre- necessarily the... Polish? What it what they're made of, Pol- but maybe a brand name. Lee. Ooh. Oh, Stan Lee. Oh, no, no, you got the Lee. So that Jaws, that Jaws you wasn't figure Stan out. Upset. It's not Jaws Lee. <laughs> Bobby Lee. No, it's not Bobby Lee. Big celebrity. Big, big celebrity. S- worldwide superstar. S- worldwide. Not alive anymore. Lee. Last name Lee. Not Last name Lee. You no, got that. Not you Lee, got it beautiful. Not Lee Greenwood. No. What was the... If you don't know the... Bruce name. Lee. Bingo. Oh, Bingo, God, baby. That's pretty good. Yeah. See, they called that, that shark Bruce? They called it Bruce. I didn't know that. Now you know. Yeah. Like, and yeah. even without knowing that, you nailed it. That is beautiful. Is that exciting. is beautiful. All right. And the last question. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. The last question is for name that celebrity. <laughs> my first name is like a wet finger in the ear, but my last name is the first name of a famous African leader. Yeah. What do they call that when you put your, the wet finger in the ear? 
forget what they call it. My first name is like a wet finger in the ear, but my last name is the first name of a famous African leader. Wow. Pretty dumped. Starting to sweat. Oh, um, really? Mm. Yeah, I can't. I don't remember what that. I, I keep thinking of swirly. Oh, that's something you do in that's the woods, in the, too. Yeah. yeah that's, or when you put someone's head in the toilet and flush yeah. it. But um, what is. Well, let's go to the uh, okay. famous African okay. leader. Who, dead or alive? I think he's still alive, but he might be dead if that helps. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really help at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I can't. Because he's old. If he's, uh, if he's alive, he's very old. Famous, very famous African leader. Very famous African yeah. leader. Hmm. I'm going to feel really dumb when you say yeah. it if I don't get it. Yeah. I'm going to look pretty dumb if I don't get no, it. No, no, no. That's This is a quiz, you know? It's it's not easy. Hmm. Famous African leader. isn't Might be dead or yeah. might be alive. Might be alive. He's old. He's old. I can't remember if he's dead or not. I think he's still alive. What is it? What's it start with? It starts with... <laughs> What's it rhyme with? N. <laughs> starts with N or rhymes yeah, with his N? his first name starts with N. And hmm. his wife's name was Winnie. Wait. Wife's name was Winnie? Yeah. Why don't I know this? All right. Winnie, let's not g- like Winnie from the Wonder Years. Let's go back to uh, Morgan Freeman, your lover. <laughs> your, your Icelandic yes. lover. He portrayed this African leader in a movie. He did? With oh. Matt Damon. The oh, soccer movie. The soccer movie with Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman. I've never yeah. seen this movie. Oh. Now I'm going to have to go see this movie. Do we Do we have to? Yeah. I'm never going to get this. Willie Nelson. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Nelson Mandela. That's huge. Nelson when Mandela. When did Morgan Freeman play Nelson Mandela in a movie with Matt Damon? They did a movie about the, uh, the World Cup. The South African team was in the, and uh, wow, I didn't Clint Eastwood directed it. It was about two years ago. Really? Yeah, and the, the, the wet I? finger in the ear is called a wet willy. Wet willy. Yeah. But listen, your first time here on the wow. highway, you got three out of four, lady. I know, but I'd like to apologize to Nelson Mandela for not getting his name. That's if okay. Listen, if he's listen, alive and he, listening. We don't know if he's okay. listening or not because he could be dead or alive. And even if he's alive, who says he listens? I think he's alive. I think he's alive. And old. But what if this failure to recognize his name kills him? What if it just stops his heart? Then I'll, I'll be more famous. Yeah. Sell more books. Yeah. You're going to number three on yeah. the bestseller list. Yeah. God bless. This all worked out. <laughs> Sarah, before we go, please tell everyone uh, if you want to. Some people don't like to, but if mm-hmm. you want to uh, tell people how they can find out about your stand-up comedy schedule, find out where they can get your book, where they can... If you want them to reach you on Facebook or Twitter, this is your moment, baby. Okay. Rock it out. Okay, Harland. Um, I already just said the book, so life as I blow it, I'll just say it one more time. Yeah. And stand-up schedules on sarahcolona.com. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And you got, you're got you touring all over the country? and Yeah, right now. Yeah. Great, and great. I'll slow it down a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going everywhere, so... Well, folks, uh, as host of the Harland Highway, I'm instructing you all, find Sarah, go to her show. She's hilarious. And, I mean, uh, obviously, maybe I'll have sex with whoever, if the right person shows yeah, up. You've yeah, already you already started might. that for me. So. I've kind of opened that can of yeah. worms for you. Yeah, so thanks for that. And if you live <laughs> on a uh, remote uh, farm without plumbing, 
Don't worry. She can wiggle. <laughs> and uh, check out her stand-up. Check out her book. You've got to pick up her book, Life As I Blow It. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, husband. Oh. Uh, and go see our movie when it comes out, Old Days, Old right? Old Days, yes. Because we had a blast. I hope we do a sequel together. We do. We're going to Older Days. All right. You want to go... Uh, you want to go get a wet willy or yeah, something? Yeah, please. Okay. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, Sarah <laughs> Colonna here on the Harland Highway. Thank you so much for uh, listening. And as always, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Oh.